This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? How's the snow? The snow is snowy. It stopped snowing, thank God. Um, but it definitely like came down, I would say. Yeah. It's been <laughs> is that a- your winter weather report? Yeah, that's Jordana <laughs> with the weather. Um, it was definitely snowing. Yeah, there we go. And yeah. uh, now sports. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I have to say um, it was a little cool down here. I, I had to wear a long sleeve shirt today. So I, I wow, totally understood you what you were going through. I get it. You know, Cause so, you, do you think you're coming back? Can you come back to New York after like this kind of winter? I don't know. I can't talk about living here. I, I every time I talk about it, I sound douchier than ever. Like I can't. I don't know how people can be from Florida. It just in general, like I don't know. Like I've been on this earth thirty five years, and I'm like, how did I live amongst people from Florida? Like while we were sitting, because we're such northeastern people. Like I'm such a northeastern guy. Where I'm right. like, well, it's snowing here. That means it's snowing on the whole globe, and I don't think about like. People have been living in Florida, like seeing like, well, that must suck. And then like going to the beach, like have they been doing that? Well, it's kind of like it's nice to have like the first snow. Sure. And then it's over. But like snow is great until it gets shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Seasons are. I do like seasons. The idea of seasons like it's you know what I mean? It's like nothing is good unless you have a little bit bad. Like I would I don't mind a snowstorm or two for the year. Sure. It's more like when you get to that March period where it's like, it's still fucking snowing. I'm over this. I'm very <laughs> cold and like, there's nothing to do. Yeah. But- you, you start treating weather like you're it's mom. You're like enough already with the snow. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> by the way, I had to read. Um, I sent you this from the you up email. Someone wrote in a very funny um, anecdote about a red flag or deal breaker. Please their, read it. Yeah, I I said it was hysterical. It is very funny. And and I I listen, we love when you guys write in with this type of stuff. Like we want to hear your crazy stories relating to the podcast and send them in UUP at betches.com so that we can read them at the beginning uh, of some episodes. We'll get to, you know, if they're funny and great. And I mean, this email put a smile on my face and listen, also keep sending all your dating related emails. UUP at betches.com. UUP at betches.com. Also go tell a friend rate, review, subscribe. These are ways to pay for the podcast that we put out every week. Keep, keep, Keep spreading the word and supporting the sponsors. If the if the sponsors support you, if they're doing a product that can help you out, that's how it works. We're all shaking each other's hands. So let's read exactly. this, Jordana. This was some feedback. Hey, Jordana and Jared, coming to you with an interesting red flag or deal breaker. My boyfriend of one year and I go for lockdown walks and have been listening to your podcast quite religiously. We are both big fans, by the way. We were a couple episodes behind and decided to do an extra long walk last night and catch up. Well, this morning we woke up and started getting hot and heavy and did the deed, but as 
he started to come, he yelled, well, Jordana, we did it again. We solved dating. And I kind of just <laughs> laughed it off. Red flag or deal breaker. <laughs> Ah! Well, we did it again. <laughs> oh my god. I'm trying that's like I love that we've we've made our way into your bedrooms. Yeah. That's, I, I that's, think I think we, I I said this to you though. I think we have a t-shirt opportunity. Yeah, if you guys would wear this t-shirt, you let us know and we will 100% make it. Um, we've so solved well, dating. We, t- <laughs> yeah, well, Jordan. We solve dating would be a good a good t-shirt. Let us know um what you guys think. I love it. Would it be a deal breaker for me? I would be it's I think it was funny if it happened once. Well, is it funny it, would would it work for you if Mike did it? So if Mike specifically did it when after you guys have sex he's like, "Well, we did it again, Jordana." So it's your name. Yeah. We've solved um, dating. I think again, one time I think funny. I would have to switch Every it up. Time. I would, yeah. <laughs> I would have to go, well, you're someone's Jess, foot. <laughs> yeah, you're someone's foot. Well, Jess, we've we've solved the coming, my dick. We've done it again. <laughs> like there I don't know go. how I would say it. Yeah. You'd have to do some variations. But today's episode <laughs> We move on. We are moving on. We today's episode we're talking about Valentine's Day because it is coming up. And you can hear the excitement in Jordana's voice mirroring all of your excitement. Valentine's Day well, is this Sunday. Jordana, what let's start with our ourselves. What do you do you okay. have anything planned? What are you gonna do? You're engaged. I would think if I'm Mike, the ring is enough. That's a full year. Like if I if I'm giving you a diamond ring, I'd be like, that I'm covered for this year for everything, right? Yeah, I think that he's covered for spend wise, really. I mean, we'll probably okay. go to dinner. Um, and then like I've been laying spend the ground. Yeah, like monetarily he's covered, but gesture wise, yeah. I'm still expecting more. I've been laying the groundwork to to get my card. I've been saying I'm so excited for the card that you're gonna get me, mm. the Valentine's Day card. And I'll just I'll mention it like once a week just so he remembers that that's something that I'm fully expecting okay. <laughs> still, despite getting the ring. Sure. Um but that's pretty much it for me. And then for him, I got him. We One of our podcast sponsors is Uncommon Goods. And I got him a couple whiskey glasses from there that are pretty cool. They like have a cool ice features. Um, so I've, you know, supporting our sponsors is not just for you guys. It's for me as well. Um, <laughs> I also love that website. I, I, yeah. I, I actually went and looked at it when they when I saw they were sponsoring. And this is like not an additional plug like they have some cool stuff on there that's interesting so it's a good it's good it's a good place to go yeah it's good like valentine's day stuff that's like cute and thoughtful but not like absurdly expensive totally yeah i i i'm like a dinner valentine's day guy like i i yeah. do like like i don't i think a lot of the problem people have with valentine's day dinner with a spouse or a wife or a a significant other of any kind is like oh they jack up the prices um and it's always like prefix, yeah. And, like and the food isn't as good. It's like a New Year's type of deal. And again, this year with COVID, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of delivery option for a lot of these restaurants. And of course, we wanted to support the restaurants that are having a tough year. And you know, maybe you're going to cook, but like I, I, I guess if you're going into like, oh, it's so expensive on Valentine's Day, like you don't really sound like a great Valentine's Day date, anyways, right? <laughs> you know. So yeah. I always thought dinner was like. To me, like, that is enough of a gift to give. Like, I'm like, 
But like someone might look at me and be like, well, what the fuck? Like you didn't do a card. I, I guess flowers. Like I, I, I'm not a reservation. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you will by the time this comes out. <laughs> yeah, when this comes out, there'll be a reservation made. I'm, in, I'm going to be in Tampa when this comes out. Um, Are you, you doing know, a Valentine's Day show? I'm doing or a Valentine's Day show. Oh, yeah. wow. So I'm doing shows. All, I mean, I think that's a good Valentine's Day. And, I, you know, I, I tend to, like, stick to relationship jokes on a night like that. So I don't know if you want to get in a fight with your boyfriend or girlfriend about my jokes. You can come to the show. But I, yeah, I, um... I don't know. Like, I, I think like planning to me in a relationship, planning is the key. hundred percent. There's nothing hotter than a plan. I think we've said this before. Said and I've said that to Mike. I mean, we're in like, we're in a quarantine. We've been like this since March. And I've said to him very recently, I'm like, it's, I get that there's not a ton of plans going on, but I need you to, I need you to make a plan so that we're not, you know, in roommate territory. I need you to like, I, I usually do the planning and I like doing the planning, but I also need to feel like I'm being Planned taken for. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I, yeah. that's understandable. And I think like everyone, like, again, like I've done a lot of cameos this year and I, I, for a lot of people recently, I've been saying like 2021 is going to be a better year for you because the bar is incredibly low. I think the bar is incredibly low for like all types of gestures right now. Yeah. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. 
Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Getting onto that subject of Valentine's Day in a pandemic, because that changes the nature of all of these holidays, birthdays, whatever. Do you want to read the email? And then I had a question to pose to you based on this email, because I, I yeah. actually wrote some things down. So, all right. so go for the email, and then we'll get into it. All right, here's the email. Hey, love the show. At what point in a relationship do you think you celebrated Valentine's Day? How do you deal with men forgetting about it? I feel like in past relationships, I've always subtly brought it up as a reminder, and the guy I was dating froze up a little. Now I'm seeing someone new in a pandemic. Crazy. We've been talking for two months, and we've done some masked outdoor meetups. Okay. Let me let me tackle the first part of her email. Okay. How do you deal with men forgetting about it? Do you believe that that is a possibility in 2021? No. I mean, like, I forget agree. that the holiday. Com- I think if they forget, it's because they want to forget or they have no they're they're not think. I mean, we live in a society that's marketed to you everywhere. I've seen, you know, just on your Instagram alone. I know you you, you had a, a Valentine's Day show, which is already mm-hmm. out at this point. Like, I, I mean, it's, already happened, it's yeah. impossible to avoid. It's like saying, you know, he forgot about New Year's. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100 percent. Plus, not even just that it's marketed. It just like you said, you saw it on my Instagram. Instagram, like the memes, there is a meme like thing that goes like uh ebbs and flows of the meme calendar. You're gonna start getting the Valentine's Day meme sent to you, or the you know, the you, if you're on the internet, which all of us are in some way or another, you're you can't avoid these things. There's there's kind of the the calendar of of jokes that kind of come up, right? Yeah. No, definitely. Um, I think that that's a bull. If someone says they forgot about it, that's bullshit. That they're yeah, it's they're, bullshit. That's an excuse. So she, so that's like the first thing. Forgetting about it means you've no, you've forgotten about the person you're with. Is my yeah. thing because like I've never and listen, I'm I'm speaking as a just a regular Joe, Jim, Jared. I've I, you can't forget. It comes up every year. Like this is right. crazy. So it's that they forgot that you were someone that should be gestured to. So she writes, I'm seeing someone new in a pandemic. We've been talking for two months. We've done some mass outdoor meetups. Okay. Does she, what level of, of what do you think the line of demarcation for this emailer? Mass outdoor meet, some mass outdoor meetups over two months. What should she expect on Valentine's Day, I do think. I mean, you you always say like beware of of these kinds of things, and I. But I think on the flip side of it, it's like this is a great opportunity for you to see how serious someone is about you, and for you to judge their seriousness without necessarily having to like have that discussion. And I think it's okay for you to judge them by how by what they're doing on that day for you, because I do think uh, two months mask some mask meetups. If the guy is interested and wants and sees it going somewhere, he will do something to acknowledge or want to spend that day with you. I So now here's my second question. Is it more, do you think it's even 
Like, should you be as encouraged by an acknowledgement as you are upset by no acknowledgement? Um, I think it's a sign. I mean, like, you're, I, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I, I think, I think you should be more aware for someone not acknowledging at all. If they don't acknowledge at all, you are in nothing. So you're saying, yeah, you, there's no chance for this relationship. It's over. You mean nothing to him. You mean nothing to him. He's actually avoiding telling you that he means something to him. How, if, well, here's my other question about that. How close to Valentine's Day is it okay to wait, like, for him to, do, do you feel like it's okay for, like, if he, let's say the day before he's like, tomorrow's Valentine's Day, let's do something. Is that, like, just as good as two weeks out? It, I, I think we've done, we've been talking for two months, we've done some mass outdoor meetups. I think he's got till the day before to, like, do something. Um, he's got, and he has to say something on the day of to keep this relationship going. So it's like, he either has to say happy Valentine's day to you or it's not, or or you should end it. That's it. That's Uh, all he's got to say. Just a text. Happy Valentine's day. Hey, happy two weeks, two months. They've done some mass outdoor meetups. What is it? What's what, what, what should he do? Like, I, I, let's spend it together. No, you don't uh, think that, I don't think yes. Uh, so, so, okay. So let's go through the different dating scenarios. Okay. I think we've done this in the past, but it has to be updated based okay, on 2021. They've never so, made out, I guess, if she's saying it's a masked meetup. Yeah. So okay. maybe, so I think, but he has to acknowledge the day. Hey, okay. happy Valentine's day. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying even like to get back to what I was talking about before, where it's like, if he says nothing, you got to get the fuck out of there. He doesn't think that he, there's nothing there. But if he says happy Valentine's Day, I don't think that means, oh, uh, he's really into it. I think you guys are just at base level. Okay. I see what if you're he saying. If so something, like, what's that? No, I'm saying I see. Uh, now I understand what you mean. Okay. If he plans something, okay, in this, in this he's scenario, in this. Yeah. The, he's, he's into this. So it's like, let's say you match on a dating app and have spoken, but no date. Should there be acknowledgement? But no date. Um, I don't think there would have to be. Doesn't have to be. No, doesn't they have to be. Ignore you on that day. You haven't and you'll even be met. Okay. You haven't even met yet. If you haven't ta- met, you've texted. You've met. You've texted, but not met. I'm fine with just both of you ignoring it. Okay, you've matched on a dating app, and there's a date planned, but the date planned after Valentine's Day. Should they acknowledge it? Nice if they do, not totally necessary. Had a first date. Uh, you've had a FaceTime date. That's it. Do they acknowledge it? Um. Yes. You got it. Yes. Acknowledge. Yes. Had you've had many FaceTime dates, but you haven't hung out in person. They have definitely to acknowledge it. definitely need to acknowledge it, and then extra points if they did something or sent planned you another FaceTime right. or sent yeah. you something. Okay. Hung out socially distanced, but no physical. So that's what I'm assuming this person's This done. person is, yeah. Definitely need to, I would say, definitely need to acknowledge it. I think if they didn't ask need a to, date? like, I kind of do think I need a date. Because, like, okay. if they don't give me a date at this point, we've already had dates, and they're trying to not do a date. I just assume they're not that interested. You, you, you're assuming, and again, this is what Valentine's does, and I. this is why I totally agree with you, Jordana. This is the opportunity in, in Valentine's Day to kind of do like a vibe check of you and this person. 
Valentine's Day is a structure to get over or to go around. So this is what we're talking about. We're saying this person is actively like putting his hand up next to his face so that you don't see him on this day. So it's like, do you want to date someone who is trying to avoid you on this right. day? And, and so, okay. Exactly. So you, you want to date someone who's like, oh, like here's a great opportunity to do something like a little cheesy. And, and to be nice yeah. and to get to know yeah. you better and right. to impress you. It feels good to impress someone yeah. you like. Like that's okay. So hung out and you've made out. Do you have to be, does a date need to be planned or can you just get a call? I'm judging you if, if there's no date. Okay. Hung out and you, you both went down on each other. I better you get flowers. A date. You better get flowers. Flowers better happen. Okay. Yes. Hung out and have had sex, but without FaceTime dates. So this was like, you guys just don't give a shit about COVID or your grandmothers. And you guys yeah. are just like casually hanging. You got to have something. You better find an underground uh, <laughs> hangout where we can both Speak continue easy. our reckless behavior <laughs> on okay. Valentine's Day. Uh, you hang out and have sex, but with FaceTime dates. So this is like, you feel like you're on the road to a relationship. You got to have something, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, at the, in that case, I'm saying in the, these past few cases, the, valen the happy Valentine's Day text is not going to cut it. Okay. It's so almost, let's, here's the thing almost. The happy Valentine's Day text, if you've been out on a few dates, is kind of insulting. It's almost okay. like, because it, it's kind of like, it's like a tease. It's like, I know, I know that what, what day today is. Mm -hmm. I'm acknowledging it, but I'm also not doing anything for it. And it's almost you have, worse. You've shown capacity to make dates yes. and you are avoiding the date day. Yeah, is what you're I would doing. be almost more insulted by a happy Valentine's Day text with no plans because I would now, whatever that day, that whole day, I'd be annoyed that I didn't have Valentine's Day plans. So then when I got that text, <laughs> I would already be like all fucking wound up. I can imagine. I'm imagining myself in this scenario. So, OK, I, I love this. I like pitching you these scenarios. Yeah. Let's say you're casual with someone. You guys have agreed. We're not together, but we're hooking up. Do they, you know. What level of like of, of I, I want it to be casual, or they want it to be casual? You've agreed to it, so I, I <laughs> whether want is not here. You're like because there's someone out there that's been hooking up with someone, and that person has been like, "Yeah, we're casual." Should you get at least a text or a flower? Like, what would that do to you? If I truly wanted it to be casual then I wouldn't yeah. care. But I've actually never been in that situation where I've, <laughs> I've truly been into a completely casual thing with a, a, a vocalized acknowledgement that it's not going anywhere. Mm. Um, if that was the case, it seems like a very far-fetched scenario, then yeah, so, it would be fine. Let's say you're hooking up with someone and there's been no discussion of casual. You're just hooking up and you're in that phase or whatever it is. And they don't even say, and they do say happy Valentine's Hey, just want to say happy Valentine's Day. It's been fun getting to know you. I would be like annoyed. Like I would, it would make me, it would make me feel shitty about myself. I think. Interesting. Yeah. I think, well, I think like this is kind of a, a cool lesson because I think this is like on the subject of like not knowing how you're making someone feel when you're in these types of relationships because I would assume if I was like hooking up with someone for a couple months, um, not really looking to get serious, I would send a text being like, hey, just wanted to say happy Valentine's Day. Like, and it wouldn't be to fuck with them. 
it'd be because I'm like, I don't know what else to say to them, but I'm trying to be feel, nice. It would feel like you were trying to, but it also it would just be like a reminder that this, you like this person and they don't, they're not looking for the same thing as you. It would be like a, like they like, they like you just enough. I, so I guess you're right. damned they're if you do, damned if you don't. polite enough that they seem like they're, it's like almost like he seems like he's trying to do the nice thing, but it's actually like much more painful. It's so interesting because I think that there's a lot of people. Well, I again, like when it's like is a mixed, it? That, it's like a mixed message. Like, what's the sure, point? Sure, but when is it your responsibility to be like, "Hey, you said happy Valentine," like to let that person know, like, I'm not going to hook up with you anymore unless we take a little bit more of a step yeah. here than we're taking. I mean, you should definitely do that. Again, it can feel, especially I'm sure now, it can feel better than nothing to have that. Um, sort of thing that you know is a little unhealthy but still kind of makes you feel good once in a while so i think it is hard to it's hard to end those things um but yeah you should i think everything we talk about is difficult so like i'm not demeaning how how like it's easier for us to talk about this flippantly without being in it so i i do think it's very interesting because it's like what are you supposed to you know like what do you do you know, like, do you, and, and this day, this is why I've always said, beware of Valentine's Day, beware of birthdays, trips, Valentine's Day, day. Uh, bar mitzvahs, global pandemics, beware any event day, right. because you have to acknowledge it or you have to choose to not. Yeah. I mean, I've told this story a million times, but like that half-hearted birthday text same sort of thing it's like from that guy happy birthday no exclamation point landed me in therapy they should like i mean you know do you know what i mean it's like it's almost it was worse almost than getting nothing because it's like i wanted this to be so much more Mm -hmm. and you've done the thing where i can't even be like and you didn't even wish me a happy birthday but it was so like Nothing. It's so it's so not making me feel special that it's like almost a wake up call. Yeah, well, you know, Valentine's Day should be called Wake Up Day. You know, it like cause, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're dealing with someone and you're not sure what's going on, like there has to be a look in the mirror with everything. Like just like you're saying with the birthday mm-hmm. text, like you didn't go to him, you went to therapy. Like yeah. that that you went to go, you know, you're like, "Okay, I, I must have to fix something." Here too, like this guy's not being good, but I'm also participating in this. Totally, I'm like sitting yeah. there. I remember like hysterically crying because I got like an unenthusiastic birthday text, and I'm like, "This has got to be like an internal thing that I need to fix." Listen, <laughs> it, it is. Well, so happy Valentine's right, Day, everybody! Yeah. You have something wrong with you. Um. <laughs> there you go. It's fixable. Let's do some awkward sex. Ready? Let's do it. I'm ready. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Hey, J&J, first off, would like to rename, remain anonymous, just in case anyone I know listens to this. Yeah, I think we've done that forever. <laughs> I don't like, that's... <laughs> Have we ever been like, and this one's by John Smith from <laughs> Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've never been revealed any names of anyone <laughs> I listen. Ev- I listen every week on my way to work. And laugh hysterically as my child in the backseat looks at me like I'm crazy. Don't worry, I have an AirPod in so he can't hear. Okay, well, I hope your 
You can hear your kid. Um, all, all right. <laughs> Get ready. The mommy bloggers are coming. You should hey. never wear a AirPod with a kid in the back. <laughs> all right. This will be a whole nother episode on Betcha's moms. Um, okay. So, all there right. So, this happened about four years ago on Valentine's Day. I was in college and had met this super cute guy at CrossFit. Man, nothing. Ooh. You know, CrossFit has such a reputation. That you hear that and you're like, oh, two douches meet in the wild. Is CrossFit <laughs> still like a thing? I feel like it had its moment. It had its day. Um, I would say it's still a thing. Like, I guess right now with gyms, like everyone's kind of found. People used to make fun of it more on Instagram. I feel like there were more memes about. It had a moment where, well, they did act out of school. Like they were like. They were loud, confident about like I, I know I've never done one CrossFit. And when I read here, like um, like I met this guy, across, you know, all right. So uh, I met the super cute guy at CrossFit. I just imagine him being like, hey, what's up? As he's like turning over a tire and clapping chalk on his hands. He's like, right. oh, you want to do some box jumps together? It's like, how do I know so much about this? You know, really- like he totally. was older than me by like six years. It was the first time I had ever dated or been with someone that much older than me. So naturally, I felt super cool. We had probably been dating for a couple of weeks when the incident, quote unquote, occurred. I showed up at his apartment one weekend along with my monthly friend. The relationship was a pretty physical one, but we hadn't had the, quote unquote, aunt flow roadblock yet. (laughs) Or even talked about what we would do if that happened. I was just under the impression that we'd skip the physical things this weekend. But to my surprise, he was all about it. Yeah. Yeah. CrossFit guy ain't turning down anything physical. Any, yeah. He's like, no, we're going to we're going to get into this. Uh, I mean, he even put a towel down on the sheets like any true gentleman would do. Oh, milady. <laughs> it is. I mean, it does seem I do feel like that's like a sexual gentlemanly thing absolutely they're not like Wait. gross they're like you know what i mean they're like how oh. can i help you know preserve the period sheets? sex i i listen i'm game let's do it you know you can spit on everything go for it i even put out the towel and i wave it out like someone puts out <laughs> like it's a red carpet <laughs> yeah like whoosh whoosh you know i do that flip thing okay the lights were off we we're pretty uh, we were getting pretty into it and everything seemed to be going well he must have forgotten that i was on my period because after he finished the next thing i knew he had taken off and flung the bloody condom against the wall i I was too in shock to say anything and just hoping that maybe there wouldn't be too much blood when he turned the lights on it looks it looks straight up like a murder scene blood everywhere what made it worse and kind of funny was that the condom stuck to the wall like some sort of mural I was mortified. I ran to the bathroom to clean myself up. When I went back into the room, he was already in bed and almost asleep. (laughs) He said he would clean it up tomorrow. Okay, but I wound up doing it because otherwise I wouldn't be able to sleep knowing it was still hanging there. That's so bizarre. Tomorrow? Well, he was probably like, I'm not dealing with this shit right now. I'm I'm already sleeping. (laughs) <laughs> we stayed together for a year and a half after that, and I wound up ending things because he wouldn't commit. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah, the guy who doesn't want to wash his walls. I, I would assume yeah, the this guy is something is like <laughs> he does not looking not to lead a permanently settled down lifestyle. 
<laughs> yeah, this is something I will never forget, and it definitely makes me more cautious during period sex. Hopefully you can find a good name for this one, My Bloody Valentine. So what do, uh, Jordana, what do you think? Well, I'm, I had a question about when she was, he, she said he took out the condom. Is it, was the condom supposed to be because of the period? I assume that like, well, that, that would have just been a regular, th- the condom so that the, the period blood doesn't get on his penis? No, I thought they were just using condoms. Right, that's what I thought. But she was like, he must have forgotten about the period. Where I'm kind of like, well, what I does think that have like, to do with it? I think it's him throwing it like that. I assume when she said that, that was he must have forgotten that like there would be blood on the condom. Like oh, him okay. throwing it against the wall. Like usually like, I just throw my condoms against the wall and they're, <laughs> you know, it's it just leaves a, a, a condensation residue. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think flinging the condom against the wall generally is weird. Like this yeah. email would make sense without the period blood. Exactly. I mean, the period blood definitely makes it like a little abs- more absurd, especially sure. like, given the intensity of the, the thing. But yeah, flinging the condoms is very, I've never heard of that. It's what I assume every guy who does CrossFit does <laughs> after using a condom. Like I, like I imagine he, CrossFit guy. Yeah, he's like, I imagine him like twirling it across, like, like uh, above his head, like it's like, uh, you know, like a, you know, a weapon or something. Like it, it's like one of those medieval balls and chain. Like yeah. I, 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 it's just a weird thing. It's also a super aggressive thing to do. Like, dude, you get done, you're like, ah, throwing it against <laughs> the wall. Or is it like I'm so against condoms that I'm like, get this thing off. Me. <laughs> yeah, get it as far oh, away. Uh, he's shaking his body like. You know, he got like seaweed on him. Yeah, it's oh weird. I yeah. Mean, um, has you ever been in? Have you ever been with someone who like threw the condom like that? No, I think that's like. Also, like, don't take it off. The whole point is for protection. Why are you taking it off? Well, I would I'd be like, he, I'd be like, he, I'd be like, why'd you take off the condom? Well, he took it off. I think after he went. Oh, after. Okay, it wasn't like mid sex. But, th- but at that okay. point, like, do you just want to? Are you trying to get cum everywhere? Like, yeah, that's tough to get out. Like, never mind the period blood. I understand why he didn't commit. He doesn't seem like he's like really taking the proper precautions to lead a responsible lifestyle. When I was using a condom, I would do the least sexually attractive thing ever, and I would get up, tie it up. No, I would like walk to the bathroom with it on my dick, and it just <laughs> looked ridiculous like it just looked like it, the saddest you know like the saddest winter hat you know <laughs> like oh just <laughs> so adorable everyone wants their dick awed at or the thought of it <laughs> i like it um okay yeah i would say red flag i don't think i'd be like i'm leaving because he's sure if a, if a woman got off my dick and then took it off and threw it against the wall, like I get to imagine like Xena warrior princess yanking off my dick, like, ah, <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is kind of hot. Yeah. I mean, if it was my wall, I'd be a little more annoyed. Mm. I'd be like, this is messy. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah, I don't yeah. need blood on the walls. <laughs> if it's his, I'm like, okay, it's your shit, whatever. I don't know if I would date him, but it wouldn't take anything away from the sexual experience. Yeah, he doesn't sound like someone that's going to be um, fun for your kid in the backseat. Like, exactly. Going to be a good, uh, you know, like stepdad. Father figure. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. your, to your son you who's already it? traumatized by hearing our episodes. <laughs> exactly. Um, I like that she had Bloody Valentine. I had Red mm-hmm. Scare. What do you think? Red Scare is great. I called it the Art Basil. 
Nice. Because uh, <laughs> it was an, uh, the art exhibit. Uh, red Rum. Oh, because I like say room, the Shining. Like The Shining, but I say Room Rum. So Red Rum made sense. Um, the exhibit. Um, the exhibit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. CrossFit. I don't know. There's nothing. There's no CrossFit puns I can think of. The Red Cross. The, the Red CrossFit. Oh, I love that. That's there good. There we go. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do another email you ready all right i'm ready hi jane J. love the podcast and everything you do for dating i started seeing this guy who i'm very interested in we seem to have similar values slash outlooks on life and i felt a connection with him that i haven't felt with someone in a long time we both enjoy skiing, and after a couple, four awesome dates, he invited me to ski with him in Vail for the weekend. We live in San Francisco. I felt that things were moving pretty quickly. I have been single for two years and haven't gone on a vacation with a guy since my last relationship five years ago. Before he booked or purchased the flight ticket in the hotel, I called him and expressed that I thought things were moving very quickly and that I wanted to set expectations before we went on the trip. I told him I was very interested in him and that if I went on this trip and things went well, I would I would want to explore being exclusive and eventually getting into a relationship. I wouldn't usually have this conversation so early into dating, but spending five days on a trip with someone is a lot for me 
and I wanted to, to set expectations before we left. He handled the conversation well and agreed with everything I said. Two days after this conversation and three days before the trip, he called me and said that work has been crazy slash he felt sick and didn't think the trip was a good idea and suggested going on a, going another weekend. I was blindsided because we had been talking about how excited we were for the trip. I decided that I should text him attached convo number one and allow him to tell me if there might have been another reason for bailing last minute. So let's read the text and then I'll finish the email. Okay. I'll be him. You be her. Yes. Okay. So I say looking into the ticket thing right now, kind of bummed about this weekend. Just want to make sure I didn't say or do something to make you get cold feet. No, definitely not. I really want to show you around Vail and was looking forward to it too. Picking another weekend where we can get there early afternoon on Friday and really experience the village will be so worth it. Let's get it rescheduled for a weekend in March and take a Friday off if you're in t- if you're down. Things are hectic with work and wa- waking up this morning not feeling well uh, feels uh, a bit overwhelming in advance of the trip and it feels better pushing it out, getting more organized. I really appreciate you understanding and being flexible. I look forward to getting out there. Uh, also, just saw that restaurants are going to likely open back up in San Francisco. So huge. <laughs> Changes the subject quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you, By the uh, way, okay. <laughs> here's some COVID yeah, news. That's pretty huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she says, news. after that text, I checked in to see if he was feeling better since he said he, he was sick slash might have COVID. <laughs> since that combo, he has gone radio silent. We haven't talked in over a week before we were texting slash FaceTiming daily. I have been trying to wrap my head around why this happened. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on this. If he does come back from the dead, how do I address this unreliable behavior? So just I to sum up this. for the okay for the audience, ahead. four dates. He says, "Let's go to Vail." He books all the stuff. She's like, "Oh, this is a lot." Let me tell him that like I'm okay to go on this trip, but I want things. I just want you to know that like I'm looking for this to get more serious. Kind of after is it kind of what she said? Yeah. Just, and then, well, so he says she basically he, lets him know that like this will have an effect on my emotional state. Yeah, and then he says. That's cool. And but then he cancels the few days later, he cancels the trip and then she sends him those text messages, that text and they have that conversation. This is one of the most one of my favorite emails that we've ever gotten on the show. I have to say. really. Yeah, I, I think it's like such an interesting thing. And I like kind of applaud her like mm-hmm. I uh, the emailer because what she did was so realistic and she's being as good as she was leading into this trip she's not uh, uh she's kind of not realizing she got the, what she wanted right the importance of it <laughs> right and sometimes getting what you want doesn't look like you thought it would so in her mind she's kind of like getting what i want will be like he realizes that i'm looking for something serious we go on this trip and then we're like an item and that's what i think she she thinks getting what she wants is but yeah. she got what she wanted in another sense. I agree with you there. Yeah. But she does, she's not looking at it that way. Well, <laughs> it, but it's interesting that she like, you know, relationships, and especially in the beginning, the communication happens between the lines. And when she messaged him being like, hey, this trip, like I'm down. But I just want to let you know, like, I wish I was more like this woman in the beginning. Like, I wish mm-hmm. I was as um, upfront with the people I've dated in my life to be like, hey, like, 
if I have invited them on a trip, I was like, hey, this trip, like, and it's hard to do this and not people don't do this, but like, hey, going on this trip doesn't mean any more or less. It's just you're someone I have fun with. You know, like, <laughs> well, like she's saying the opposite. I see what she's you're saying. saying the opposite, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, no, I, I wish agree. people I think both I things invite- would be hard. Both, both both ways to do that would be hard, but it would save everyone a lot of time and mental energy, I think. Because I understand why because I read this at first and I was like in debating in my head, should she have said anything or not? And I was like, does that just does saying this kind of take the like fun spontaneity out of like seeing where this goes? They've they've only been on four dates. So like, should she have just gone with the flow? Um, so that was my initial thought. But then hearing, you know, your take on it, I do think the way that she went about it did get her what she wanted faster and saved her a lot of time. Yeah, she was. Uh, I mean, this is to me, this is owning your standard. This right. is her going, hey, if we go on a trip, I'm going to expect more from you. I know it. I'm not going to five day- days on Vail to play house when there's no chance at house afterwards. He took that information. He went, oh, OK, this trip means more to her than it's going to mean for me. Right. And- so I'm not going to do it. So I'm not going to do it. And and that might be hurtful, but also it's him taking all the information that he's presented with and going, oh, I don't want to like lead someone on with a trip. And and he's even saying in his text, he's like, he kind of like lies and he's like, and I'm feeling a little sick now to buy himself more time to make a decision. He's like, does he ah. kind of lie or does he like really lie? He lies. I mean, I feel I, like I, well, he could have he could have come back to that with because she was being so real with him. I think that would have been a great opportunity if he wasn't interested to say, "Hey, I thought about the conversation that we had. I appreciate you telling me like how much you know where you would see this going. I don't know if I'm totally totally there. Um, so I don't hmm. think we should do this trip just because I I agreed. I, it does seem to be like an indication of things heading in a more serious way, and I don't know if I'm there yet." Either. Yeah, that's the more mature way to respond. You're right. And I think like Vale in this situation, like this is the most you up text or you up the uh, <laughs> podcast email ever. Should we go to Vale or not during the pandemic? Oh, <laughs> come on, Muffy. You know, like this is hilarious. Right. Um, but Vale could be sex. Like, yeah, you know, you know, if this was sex, you know, maybe the email wouldn't be written Maybe the, the email wouldn't be written at all because they'd be like, oh, he disappeared after sex. And it's like, or he disappeared when I told him that sex mean a lot to me. And right. it's like, hey, sex means a lot to me. And then he goes, you know what? It doesn't mean that much to me. Like, I want to have sex with you, but it doesn't mean that, like, we have connected in a different way to me. That's why I'm going to back off. Like, right. to me, like, these conversations, like, are so healthy. And, like, I I, I look back at, like, you know, my maturity level at 22 and I wish I was this way too, you know? Yeah, no, totally. I don't think, I think this is something you have to learn how to do and learn about like, you know, and I think a lot of people say that dating in their thirties actually like is in some ways better because there is a little bit more of this, like cutting to the chase. There is a little bit less of this, like both people just kind of afraid to say what they really think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that that's like a perk of the getting, being older and dating is that you do have the confidence um, and the respect for yourself and the other person to not really want to waste any of your time. And like, yeah, it makes you less like fun and spontaneous than like a 22 year old who's like, yeah, let's go on the trip. Like, 
see what sure. happens. But that's but what like, being young and 22 is all about, too. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, <laughs> and it is spontaneous. Like if it, this whole thing is spontaneous with the knowledge of like, hey, we're going to like figure out if we're like a better match or not. You know, the problem could be, let's say he's like, great. You know, I hope this trip goes well. And then you go on the trip. You thought it goes well. And he's like, ah, I'm not really there. Like, how would you feel after that? Like, I. I think, as again, if as long as he didn't pull the same shit that he's pulling here where he's like, I'm busy or like, mm-hmm. you know, like I can't for some bullshit reason, I can't hang out with you. If he was like. Um, you know, I went into the trip, like actually like thinking this could be something more long term. the more like, you know, we've spent this whole weekend together. I didn't, I realized we might not be like the best match for each other. I would appreciate that too. I don't think that would be an issue. Like if he went and then he was like, okay, as long as he wasn't like, he went into it thinking that it could be something. Yeah. I, I, I think like, I, I, I just want to like also just reiterate how great I think this is. <laughs> like I, I. <laughs> Like, I think, like, a lot of dating stuff is, like, discussing what the currency of these things are. Like, and that's what she did. Like, she was like, a trip to Vail is worth this much to me. Emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically, all this. And then he was like, oh, we disagree on the price of this trip uh, emotionally. (laughs) And he backed away. Emotional price of this trip. You know, it's going to be an expensive trip, I'm sure. And... You know, now that he's disappearing and kind of ghosting, like she should ask herself, would you rather this happen after the trip or with no trip at all? Right. And clearly (laughs) he's the kind of guy who's not going to be like super upfront about it either way. So I think it would have been a lot more annoying to just like not hear from him for a week the day (laughs) after you get back from the trip. Like you kind of like I, I think it's great that she knows herself. She knows what it would mean to her, what she would be expecting from it. So I, I do think it's like you don't realize this saves you a lot of time, but it does. It's like you think of it as like, oh, did I ruin it? But really, it's more like, no, you just didn't drag it out and like torture yourself for longer. She says, if he comes back from the dead, how do I address this unreliable behavior? What would you like? Let's say he does come back and he's like, hey, how you been? Restaurants are open again. <laughs> I've been Here tested. With your COVID update. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the CDC says, um, I think I would, I would have to immediately address it. I would say like, Hey, like, um, I've been okay. But like, I think it's a little weird that we, you know, we didn't, you didn't text me for a week after I mentioned the, the seriousness of the vacation we went on and then you canceled it and then seemed to really pull back what was going on there. I would have, I totally get if you didn't feel the same way or if you thought it was moving too fast or that I, we were on different pages, but I would have appreciated it if you had just said that instead of just not answering me. Yeah. I'm with you. You got to be upfront. I, yeah. Instead of you just disappearing (laughs) off the face of the earth. Um, I think also you deserve to start where you left off. That doesn't mean like, Hey, come over is like on the table. It's like, no, you gotta like, we're on date four still. And I'm still engaging with you because I like you. Like, I think it's okay. Like, I don't think that's a desperate thing to be like, I'm, oh, I think you should always be open to an offer. It's like, yeah, my house isn't on sale, but I'm open to like any offer anyone wants to make, you know? But you have to be, you have to still acknowledge what happened in the past. I think so many times people like hear from these people and they almost like it's been enough time that they just forgot Mm-hmm. how they, how that made them feel or they catch them in a moment where they're feeling kind of lonely and they just go back into it not even acknowledging like the weirdness of what happened before 
And then you just perpetuate the same cycle. Yeah, it's their resume. They you have a permanent resume. Just like, you know, remember like permanent resume was like a a thing in TV that you'd always hear about like with like I have no high idea school. What, you mean. what is that? It was like a oh, um, permanent record? Permanent record. Yeah, permanent yeah, record. yeah. Like <laughs> okay. You're right. Uh permanent record. Remember that was like a big sitcom thing and it's like it's going to go on your permanent, permanent record. record. And yeah. it, and it's like do we and then we all kind of the like How did you see it? Yeah, yeah. Like and it's like for dating, I think we all have to keep a permanent record on people. You have to say like, okay, you're, it goes in your permanent record. In your file, and yeah. Yeah, that doesn't mean you won't get into Yale, but it just, or, you know, it's going to have to go against you when you apply. Right. You better have some other really good SAT scores to <laughs> even out, you know, to, to round out your application. Absolutely. And I think people should think of dating that way. That I think it, it would help you. But I... I love this email because it it's right on topic with so much of what we talk about. And it's like the extension of it. Like this is like the next level shit where you're like, okay, I own my standard. Um, now I feel like shit. It's like, yeah, it would have felt shittier. Like we're not right. telling you life is going to be perfect. No, totally. And I think sometimes, I mean, that's, I think the difference between the two kinds of people who take our advice where one's like, I did it and it didn't work because I didn't get the guy. And then the <laughs> other person's like, I did it. And it did work because I didn't get the guy, but I realized six months sooner than if I didn't say anything. Yeah. And I didn't <laughs> buy him a new uh, can can Canada goose jacket and veil. For the veil trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah as, a, as a thank you gift. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some, let's play some games. Okay. You scratch a scratch and win lottery ticket, red flag or deal breaker, and they don't share the winnings. Backstory. I had been dating a guy for about nine months and at that point was temporarily living with him and paying him rent. We had a tradition to scratch those instant win scratch tickets together and would take turns buying them. We mostly only won up to $10, which we used to buy more tickets or desserts. One day while at a pub for dinner, we scratched a couple tickets he had bought. One of the ones I scratched ended up being a $1,000 win. He paid for dinner that night, which would have been what he would have done anyway, and said I could have $100 off rent next month. <laughs> I paid him $700 a month. He kept the rest for himself, justifying it with February was an expensive month, Valentine's Day and my birthday, and this happened at the end of February. I didn't think it was a big deal, but my friends thought it was super selfish of him. Curious to hear what you guys think. Cheers. Almost lottery bit. Almost lottery rich. Okay. <laughs> I have this remind... Okay, so... 
This reminded me, when I read this red flag deal breaker, it reminded me of a story that I once read when I was, before I started doing comedy, I was sitting, and I just thought the story was the coolest story ever because this guy did the opposite of the story I'm going to read to you right now. You ready? Okay, let's hear it. Ten co-workers from New Jersey say they will split 216 million mega millions jackpot thanks to the five bucks they each kick into a pool. Melanie Jacob, Linda Harrington, and Bob Space, who bought the tickets, are three of the lucky winners. The ten, so there's ten people, who work for Chubb Commercial Insurance in White House Station, New Jersey, held a news conference Wednesday to announce their win. Bob Space of Tom's River, New Jersey, held up a lottery ticket that clearly showed the winning numbers from Tuesday's drawing. 26, 32, 35, 43, 52, and 10. I checked and I rechecked and then I sent it to my wife, said Space, who purchased 50 sets of lottery numbers for himself and his nine coworkers on Monday. Space went to work as usual on Wednesday morning, playing at Koi. I got an email, said Todd Ellis, the company's chief information officer. It said we won the big one, and then he just put the numbers down. Joanne Roth got the same email. I thought we won $4 because last week we won 7 <laughs> she said. I said, don't mess with me. Since Space played hardball with coworker Oscar Oviedo, who hadn't paid him yet for his share of the lottery ticket. This morning, I come into work uh, early with him, said Oviedo, who soon received an instant message from space. I got a surprise for you. Come over, the message said. Um, Oviedo went to space's cubicle. He's like, you got my money? Oviedo said he thought, wow, that was rude, but paid up. Space shook his hand and said, now you're a millionaire. They aren't official millionaires at this point because the winning ticket hasn't been presented to lottery officials yet um, and goes on and on. I thought immediately of this story, okay? okay? Because this woman is in a similar deal with her boyfriend. The deal right. is this... Th I, I, th I always thought that was the coolest way to tell someone that they just won, you know, $30 million or whatever the amount to was. To ask because them to pay? Well, because this guy bought the tickets. He didn't have money from everyone. They just had an implied contract, which was like, hey, we go in on the millions. They're the 10 people in the office. We do it every time. He could have, if he was a real piece of shit, he could have been like, Aviato, you fucked up. You didn't put in your $5. I'm sticking to my, you know. Uh, right. You know, so this guy was a piece of shit. Like in this story, like, can you imagine you do this every single time in the office? And then like one of the guys is like, ah, you didn't give me the five. Sorry, yeah, dude. When you've given it every other week. Exactly. <laughs> so th this woman has done it every other time. They have an implied contract that they're going like and then like, how cool is that? You give five dollars and they're like, you what? I'm getting chills thinking about it. Like how? how and it's like. This boyfriend or whatever he is, he did the opposite. And it's the shittiest thing. Well, he's like $100 for you off of your rent and the rest <laughs> for me. Tell you, um, like, like, what if this guy gave us $5 and he goes, tell you what, I'll give you 10 grand for your trouble since you're usually in. Like, that's what he's doing. Yeah, I think it's like, um, it's, it's a little ridiculous, especially from someone you're dating. 
this from a stranger would be like a little bit of a dick move from someone that you're dating that you do this every week with um who lives with you uh, (laughs) i think it's like so rude yeah i think it would be i don't it would, it wouldn't be it about 50, it wouldn't 50. be right Done. it wouldn't be about the money or you don't even split it you just use it on shit that you do together whatever it is yeah. it should be for both of you i mean again i think implied contract is an actual phrase i'm not sure if that's like but i i used it a bunch um, you think she could she should sue him well i would i would dump him implied yeah. contract an implied contract is a legally binding obligation that derives from actions, condu- conduct, or circumstances of one or more parties in an agreement. It has the yeah. same legal force as an express contract, which is a contract that is voluntarily entered into. So this is she had a contract with him that they basically split it every time. I would I would dump him, then sue him, and take him for everything <laughs> he's worth. All thousand dollars. I just yeah yeah, I, yeah just, I would be like majorly turned off by that. I mean, oh, I insist that Mike share what I, uh, I think I would. Oh, over game over over entirely. That, okay. So over, I would leave that. Are you, that's the rest of your life. Them. Anytime you guys have a, a big score, it's well, we're, we're in it together until it's big enough right, that we're not. I win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck that's you. A, yeah. That's like the idea behind your, your joint entity, you know? Yeah. One tax return. That's where it's going. <laughs> like, what is, what's the rest of your life? This tells you everything. Like, I, again, that story gives me such good feelings that I thought of it right away. And I was like, I have to react as bad to the person who wouldn't do that as good as I react to that lottery story. Yeah. I mean, he would, the idea that he wouldn't want to spend it together when they've like been doing this together is like in itself. Just like terrible. Yeah, all, of a su- all of a sudden, he's an accountant. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> it's been a February's <laughs> been rough with Valentine's Day and all. What the fuck is he talking about? That's crazy. Okay, let's do another. Yeah. All right. Red flyer deal breaker. They don't know who the president and vice president are. While on a date, I made rev- a reference to Kamala Harris, and this 30 year old man said, Who? I thought he was joking. Upon realizing he wasn't, I explained that she's the first female vice president. And then she puts in parentheses and all of her other groundbreaking first. I was curious and then asked him, do you know who the president is? He proceeded to think hard about it for a good minute. A couple of don't tell me, don't tell me's later. He said, not Trump. I was glad he at least knew who this, who knew this. But when he shot out Bernie, I was truly shocked. Don't worry. I told him who our president is. Uh, that's tough. Um, that's tough. That's no, I'm saying that's a tough look for him. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were like, yeah, I mean, here's I, the thing, especially this year. It's like, yeah. where are you living? It's like you would have to be literally like coming out from like an indigenous tribe outside of the country for like just have uh, like they say under a rock, like further than under a rock. To it, not, especially COVID 16. <laughs> or 19 a virus? i can't remember yeah like come on yeah <laughs> i think this year especially it would be like completely absurd i mean it's pretty bad look regardless to not know those two things um but i'm trying to think of like anything that would i don't be... believe i don't believe him i don't believe him for a second i think this was a bad date and this guy 
um, as either someone who voted for Trump and is taking the loss trying badly. To fuck with you. Yeah. I think he's trying to fuck with her because I can t- sometimes the answers are written in the email. This feels like someone who ended up on a date with someone who politically disagrees with them. And this was his way of like fucking with her. Like, I, right. I, I truly believe that. Like, just like you're saying, there's no way he doesn't know that Kamala Harris is the vice president and that Joe Biden's the president. Like, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, I. Right. And I, she writes in her emails, um, like, they obvious, like, to me, like, I can see this date. She writes, um, I made reference to Kamala Harris and this 30-year-old man, 30, you don't know, 30-year-old man said, who? I thought he was joking. Upon realizing he wasn't, I explained she's the first female vice president, and parentheses, and all of her other groundbreaking firsts. Like, <laughs> I, like I listen. Right, he was I probably think, like, okay, this is fun. I don't know who the president is either. Yeah. Right. She explained her other groundbreaking first. Like I, at, at that point, I'd be like, "This, I, I see." It, to me, that's someone who these two were kind of in a a dick swinging contest of a certain kind. Because right. the idea that you're going to explain her groundbreaking, like the way it's written, I'm like, "All right, get your pen and paper out. Time to take notes." Like I, I can see that she's a little exhausting. I'm sure he's a little exhausting. They just both. This seems like a bad match that he went to the nth degree with fucking with her to me. Yeah, I don't even think this one's possible. I agree. It's not. All right, let's. It's, uh, let's deal do one breaker more. for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right. I would say the same. Together, one year recently became long distance. They don't call on your thirtieth birthday. Oh, that's deal breaker. They Game just over. send a text. They don't call. Just Happy birthday. Hey. No exclamation point. <laughs> Jordana just got shivers down her spine, brought her back to a bad place. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, yeah, deal. I don't get a call. It's my any birthday. Buck 30. I like mean, any. I birth- mean, also, yeah. you should get something in the mail. Like you're yeah. recently long distance. Like, you get a visit. Think- she come see you. Yeah. <laughs> You're not coming. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Yeah, this is together one year recent like the recently long distance, like they should be doing a little bit more, like trying right. to figure out a way to like Yeah. And it's your thirtieth birthday. Like this is kind of some people consider that a milestone, you know? Like that's like a, a benchmarker birthday. So you know? She calls him out, she says, You know, you didn't call like on my birthday, you you just texted. It's all and then he's like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I had a crazy, crazy day, but <laughs> I'm calling no you now. Yeah. I'm calling. <laughs> We're on the phone, aren't we? We did it. Yeah. I, and I she's don't. She's just like, not, not for me. I would end it. That person doesn't yeah. care enough. Don't you think? Yeah. I, yeah, I totally agree. Listen, we solved dating once again, right, Jordana? We did. Look at us. If you want to, we will allow, please bring that phrase into your bedrooms. Do what you need to do with it. Maybe we'll let us know if you'd buy a t-shirt or any, any other t-shirts that you want from us or any other, uh, you up merch We're we're down to make it. We want to let you guys wear your heart on your sleeves. You up heart. Sa- yeah, absolutely. What we're saying is we're fresh out of fucking ideas. And uh, <laughs> we've probably, if there's a saying that you repeat to your friends all the time from this podcast, we'd love to turn it into a t-shirt and make money from you. So <laughs> that's what <laughs> there you we're go. saying. That's what we're saying. We're uh, being upfront with you. That's right. Uh, so listen, we'll be back next episode. That's it for us. Bye.
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.